What's going on everyone? This is Devin Roberts back again with Young Controversy and I apologize to you guys for my poor posting schedule this last week. I've been putting a lot of my recording time into getting YouTube videos built out and having a couple uh, base things there so that I can launch that a little better. Come next week if you haven't gone seen those videos yet, please go check them out on my Young Controversy YouTube page. But I am back today to give you an update on the Jamal Khashoggi incident. If you haven't been paying attention to the news lately, it is a huge international incident. Jamal Khashoggi, who was a former Muslim Brotherhood member um, in, out of Saudi Arabia, wound up leaving Saudi Arabia to come to America and be a editor for the New York Times. He just essentially spoke out against Saudi Arabia and specifically against its crown prince um, Mohammed bin Salman who is generally known to be a completely horrid person and everything he's done in the past up until this point. Um, the story kind of takes off if you didn't watch my last episode on it that um, Khashoggi winds up going to a Turkish embassy where he is attempting to get a marriage nullification for him and his wife, his Saudi Arabian wife. He has a Saudi Arabian wife and one he was attempting to marry in Turkey and was going to the Turkish embassy to get his Saudi Arabian marriage officially annulled so that he would have the ability to marry his Turkish sweetheart. The Turkish sweetheart waited outside the building for him um, while he went inside to get the papers done and he never came back out. Hours and hours and hours passed and nothing happened, freaking out her and anyone else who knew he was there. Later we found out through recordings and Turkish intelligence that Jamal Khashoggi was never filmed leaving the building. For a while they thought he might even have still been in there. Um, we found out very, very soon after that he was likely transported out of the building in a black van that they identified as not being on any kind of registrar. It was pretty much assumed that he was dead at this point due to the fact that he had spoken so adamantly out against Saudi Arabia after having such heavy ties to it. And not only that, but multiple Saudi Arabian planes landed in Turkey and left that same day, making it look very, very sketchy and like an extreme planned assault. This obviously turned into a giant international incident where Turkey went into an investigation, America went into an investigation, um, and Saudi Arabia claims it had nothing to do with it and launched its own investigation. The story, that's how the story was at the end of the last episode. The updates as far as we've seen since then have been Saudi Arabian officials have finally admitted that he was killed in the building. So what we know now is that Saudi Arabia says that it, he was killed in the building. From what I've read, they say their intent had been to take Khashoggi to a undisclosed location in Turkey for up to two days and to interrogate him and convince him to come back to Saudi Arabia. They'd very, very likely torture him. Um, but this story doesn't really make a whole lot of sense as we're almost positive the second they got into embassy, they dismembered and killed Khashoggi. That hasn't been confirmed, obviously a body hasn't been found, but one of the planes that landed from Saudi Arabia landed with a forensics expert and autopsy expert both on the plane. I believe the plane had nine men and left the same day. Trump called this the literal worst cover-up in history, and I probably agree with it. It is so unbelievably obvious what happened. Um, not only that, but the crown, the um, king of Saudi Arabia wound up out of town or out of office, I guess, the time this was all going down, and his son, Mohammed bin Salman, who had been talked against by Khashoggi so adamantly, was the one in charge during the time. The chances that this wasn't Saudi Arabia, guys, are unbelievably slim. And at this point, Saudi Arabian officials have even come out and said they are almost positive that the murderers, likely their murderers, did this premeditated. This was a planned assault. 
I think it's pretty obvious to anyone who's watching this story that it was a planned assault by Saudi Arabia. There's no justification for killing, but I do want to say that that's exactly what the crown prince came out and said. Mohammed bin Salman, who I think is responsible for it, came out today and said that there is no excuse under any circumstance for acts of violence like this and he doesn't condone it in any way. Which, I still think he did it, but assuming he didn't, since I'm an American and I believe in due process and it has to be proved before we literally say he did, I do respect him as a leader for coming out and do condoning the violence or um, not condoning the violence even though Khashoggi talks so strongly against him. He was a member of the Muslim Brotherhood, guys. Khashoggi had a very shady past. He spent a lot of time in Saudi Arabia. He had come to America realizing that dissent against the crown prince and talk against them was getting people in a lot of trouble and in dangerous situations. And he ran for fear of his life. The fact he went back to Turkey to get something as innocent as a marriage annulment so he could marry, marry a new girl he loved and was dismembered with ever details that means and murdered is utterly horrendous in every single facet and whoever did it the hitman um whether it's Hama, uh, Ma, muhammad bin salamah i want to get that name right or anyone else involved you're a monster it's horrid and i hope we get justice for it i hope the Amer the american government goes a little bit more in depth into their research and investigation into the whole situation we've seen turkey do a lot to release intelligence but not as much as we necessarily expected from the american government so it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out that's really the most intense story that I'm going to bring to you all today, so I wanted to give that update out of the gate and pull out a couple more interesting things that happened in the news, and then I'm going to hit on a monster at the end of this. So, one big thing that I wanted to touch on today was the Streamy Awards. If you do not know what that is, it is an award show for incredible content creators on YouTube and video makers of all kinds, and the only real congratulations to everyone who went out and won, especially the Try Guys for being such incredible hosts, but big shout out to Shane Dawson for winning creator of the year not surprisingly for his Jake Paul documentary that I have been raving about it was an incredible piece guys if you haven't seen it yet please please go watch it Shane proves himself to be a great person throughout it and shows a lot about the YouTube community and the positives and evils of it which I think are really really important and other news that I want to give today and kind of plug one of my favorite TV shows and denounce all the critics, Titans the TV Show, which is a re-adaptation of the Teen Titans cartoon from childhood, or at least my childhood. Hopefully your childhood. If you haven't seen the cartoon, watch that first. But there's a live-action adaptation of it that has been recently been released on DCU, which is their streaming service that they have recently come out with. On the streaming service, you have access to everything DC put out. That's everything Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, any of the old Batman movies, any things from the 1970s, comics that you want to read, new shows they're coming out with, Young Justice, Teen Titans, whatever you want to watch. But Titans, just Titans, the live action adaptation they've come out with, got horrid reviews for some of its casting choices and along with an um, initial trailer that really seemed to fall flat, or at least to some people. But I've watched two episodes of it now and see the direction it's going, and I could not rave about it more, guys. I'm obsessed with Dick Grayson, Nightwing, Robin, the main character of the show. One of my favorite characters from, probably my favorite character from literally any kind of medium or comic book that there is. And they did an incredible adapt adaptation, guys. Everything about it seems awesome. It's dark and gritty and exactly what it needs to be. If you haven't seen that yet, please, please, please go give it a look. It's absolutely worth checking out. Now, if you haven't been keeping up with the European measles crisis, I can't believe I even have to say that. 
12,000 cases of measles have been discovered in the European states or nations throughout the recent months due to the fact that anti-vax propaganda has been promoted to such a heavy extent that people's belief that vaccines work has dropped significantly. Guys, I don't know if you know, but the statistics say that 95% of people have to be vaccinated to have prevent an outbreak of a very contagious disease like measles, like the flu, like smallpox, like the black plague, and like everything else that we've killed throughout history using vaccines. Anti-vaxxers are people who believe that vaccines either cause autism or some kind of degenerative disease that keeps them from giving it to themselves and their kids, guys. This is one of the most absolute ridiculous claims that has come out in recent years, as there's almost no backing for it in any way, shape, or form. This isn't as prevalent in the Americas, but it's absolutely made its way over here, and it's become a really, really big deal. People are dying across the world. More people died of the flu this year than I think the last three decades combined, mostly due to anti-vax propaganda and people not being vaccinated. 80% of people who died were unvaccinated, and we were getting a 97% vaccination rate at some point. That means only 20% of the deaths caused were by people who just happened to get it even though they got the vaccination. It's very obvious it works, guys. And if you are an anti-vaxxer, not only can you stop listening to my podcast because we're never going to be able to be on the same page, but please, please, please at least get your kid vaccinated. It is not your decision to watch the health of your or to guess on the health of your kid like that. They have a very high chance of death, disease, terrible, terrible things, and you're choosing to not get them vaccinated simply because you read articles online with no backing whatsoever, no true proof, no true research saying that that vaccinations caused autism or other diseases. If you're trying to protect your kid, please, please get your head out of your ass. I beg you. It is honestly one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen, and it pisses me off to even sit here and talk about it with you guys. Anti-vaxxers, get out of my face. Now, I'm going to spend the rest of my time blasting the monster that I told you I was going to blast earlier in the episode. A monster by the name of Greg Stevens. And if you haven't been keeping up with the story, he is a basketball coach who recently was caught posing as teenage girls online and making fake accounts for them to attempt to solicit dick pics and other things from young boys that he had been coaching. Um, The victim count ranges or has been counted up to the 80s at this point. So the number of people that he has hurt through this is obviously ridiculous. He's been caught installing cameras above toilets where the boys would use the bathroom in hotels as well as in showers. And it's honestly an insane story, guys. I mean, not only for the scope and the scale of what it is, but it's also not like it's not like the highest level gymnastics league thing. It's something right around the corner. It's something that feels very at home. It's something you see, everyone knows a coach, everyone knows a basketball coach, a football coach, someone who's coached you or your kids. And this isn't to say anything against coaches because I've been with coaches that have been incredible throughout all my life for all kinds of different sports. So don't think I'm saying that, but to allow someone that had done this to 80 plus kids to get so close, he would pose as females online and then ask for dick pics and other lewd material from kids in an attempt to get it and he claimed the whole time afterward after once he was caught that it had nothing to do with sexuality and that he was just doing it to help monitor the boys development there were pictures of him with the boys sometimes passed out with their pants down sometimes having him very 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 close to their genitalia if it's very obvious that he is a monster it is it is to claim that you were doing it to see their 
progression, their physical progression from a coach's standpoint and not from a sexual standpoint is some mental gymnastics fucked up monster shit, guys. That is, that's, you are talking to yourself in circles if you're saying that kind of stuff. And not only that, he's trying, they're trying to get his charges dropped at this point, saying that the footage from the hidden cameras was obtained unlawfully, so it can't stand up in a court of law. Now, he's going to, there's enough evidence that there's no doubt he's going to go to jail, but if everything goes through, he is going to be able to, um, sit there for 20 to 180 years or 80 years guys not 180 years 80 years 20 to 80 year sentence basically as long as he can be in prison in prison and in the words of philip defranco i hope they find a drug that will extend his life so he can serve out the full 80 years and on the last day he just doesn't get the drug and drops dead 80 plus kids were sexually either abused, touched, or taken pictures of by this monster, and all he was doing was posing as a basketball coach. I'm not saying there's anything against coaches. There are 99% of coaches are incredible people and pour into our kids and to me when I was a kid, so nothing against them in any way. But parents and friends, please watch out for those people. There's, it's, it's very odd for a grown man to want to be around small children. The, the people I've known in my personal life who have wound up being these kind of people I've known a few even at my young age while it was looking back they were working in churches as youth ministers or they were had their major was in child psychology or something of that nature guys it's it's very sketchy and they find ways to get around kids like this you need to be very careful and you need to watch your kids please 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 pay attention to the story and let's make sure this guy doesn't get off and sits and rots in jail for the rest of his life Sorry to end on such a bad note, guys. I know the news wasn't as happy as you possibly wanted today. I'm just pulling up in my house and home. Happy to have talked to you guys today. Um, Greg Stevens is a monster. Mohammed bin Salman's a monster. Poor Khashoggi. I, I'm sad for all the news that's gone on today, guys. But I hope that you stayed with me for it. And I hope you can go check us out and see more news that we're posting on our YouTube channel. And guys, if you haven't got a beanie from Beyond Beanie yet, they're awesome beanies from I just can't even tell you. Please go look at the beanies. They have hand-sewn lettering of the person's name who wrote it inside the beanie. Please, please go check it out. It's such a cool beanie, guys. I'm actually literally wearing one as I record this. But, of course, as always, this is Devin Roberts. I'm with Young Controversy. Had a great time talking to you guys. Peace.